Well, there you go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the family with Tabitha Pittman. Alex Brant-Bernard. Whoops, he's not on. There we go. Must sin. Andy Brant-Bernard. Alex Brant-Bernard, Raz is in. And Cassie Schrader. And we'll be right back with the even flow of the family. (laughs) (laughs) It's Monday. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. We'll be right back. Walzer Automotive introduces the new kids on the block, not the band. It's their three newest dealerships. Experience the Walzer Way at Wyzetta Nissan on 394 or Walzer Polar Chev and Walzer Polar Mazda on Highway 61 in White Bear Lake. I've had all three general managers on the podcast, and I can honestly say that Mike, John, and Brett are some of the finest car people in the seven-county Mosquito Control District. This month, in addition to great deals, they're searching for used cars and will pay Kelly Blue Book excellent whether you trade or sell outright. Some reconditioning can apply, so please, no flood cars from Apple Valley. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Chevy, Mazda, or Nissan, check out the new kids on the block. Don't tell them Tom sent you. Just show up and be amazed. That stuff never works anyway. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? At, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. This is actually Tim Lammer's doorbell. <laughs> Show business, I know business, I know. Because I know you, Tim Lammers, that's why. <laughs> you do, you do. And Great. I know that you saw yesterday. Great leads, by the way, because I went and saw John Wick 3, and next oh, I went God. and saw okay. Toy Story Bye. 4, and next I saw yesterday, and I loved all three of them. Really, three in oh, a row, yeah. that's amazing for me. Yeah, it is. It's great. It's great. And I'm glad you finally caught it. Um, you know, uh, I, and I think you mentioned this on the morning show. I just wish it were doing better. I it's wish not, it was finding yeah. a larger audience. I mean, money-wise, it's going to do okay. Yes. But it's the sort of movie that really, it, and again, I've said this every time we've talked about it, but it is so strikingly original. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you you got this guy who really came out of nowhere, this uh, Hamish Patel, who is phenomenal. The, 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 you know, not only sings, but he plays guitar, he plays piano. There's a scene, and I won't entirely give it away, but when he plays The Long and Winding Road, yes, mm-hmm. it's just jaw-dropping. It really is. It, it is so Great. moving. And in the context of the scene especially, he kind of sets this big star back on his heels saying, oh, my God, this guy, <laughs> who, who, you know, everybody believes that he, he composed these songs when, in fact, it was Lennon and McCartney. But, you know, it, it just goes to show you how great so- their songwriting uh, is, was and no still doubt. is with Paul McCartney today. And I brought I mean, that up earlier this that morning. Sort of, yeah, it, it, it just has such of a, an impact um, that it... it you know, if you get the right person singing it, yeah, you're not hearing the Beatles sing it. But, boy, I, I felt moved um, not only with that song, but by other songs he performed in the film. I mean, it was like, my God, this yep. is this is a testament to good, great songwriting. 
And Ed Sheeran was great in it too. He did a great job. So did yep. Kate McKinnon. Yeah. She was a she was a perfect person you'd hate. <laughs> I know, oh, right? Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> Oh, what a, well, you're not very attractive. We're going to have to do something about that. Gee, thanks, lady. Yeah. Thanks a lot. That's terrible. That's exactly what I said. You know, going in, we, both my wife and I, just had such huge reservations about it yep. with Kate McKinnon's role, and she was, she was perfect. She nailed she it. Perfect. It was really good. Yep, really good. Oh, yeah. So I'm, I'm really glad you saw it because, again, Obviously, you saw it. You know, you get to tell everybody about it and hopefully make more people aware of it and, um, you know, get some more people in the theater to see yes, it. I absolutely. hope it's the sort of thing that has enough legs or whatever come award season um, for some sort of consideration because obviously that's going to raise the awareness of the picture too if it indeed is honored in some sort of way. So that, that movie was produced by a British company, is that correct? Yeah, um, well, you know, uh, I think it was Richard Curtis who wrote it, wrote the screenplay, right. did the story with another guy, um, and then Danny Boyle, the terrific director, yeah. and you really yep. needed somebody like him. Um, you know, he's got quite a, a great a stable of films, you know, the um, Train Spotting and, and mm -hmm. uh, Slumdog Millionaire people know of because it won the Oscar, but... He's done quite a few great films over the years. So he actually left. He was supposed to direct the new James Bond movie. Right. And then he left over creative differences. And this was the film he went to and directed, leaving James Bond. So, you know, I, I obviously it's not going to make nearly the money as a James Bond. But, boy, I'm, I'm sure glad that they had him at the helm, as it were, uh, to direct this picture. Hey, it's Jane Bond now. Don't forget that. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Jane I, I think Bond. There's, well, there's a lady Bond. <laughs> is a that what her woman. name is? Yeah, her, yeah. I think that's fake. I don't think That would is. be a really horrible business decision. It would not be a good one. You know, by the way, you, yeah. know, you know how I knew that yesterday was uh, a British company uh, produced it? Well, how? Because there's one black guy in it, and he's a moron. <laughs> so I knew America mm. wouldn't put out a movie like that. No, they would not. I guarantee you that. That kid, I love that kid in it, but what a dummy that God, kid was. He was so was. stupid. Oh, yeah. Oh, he was sweet, roadie. though. He was very sweet. Yeah, the roadie, exactly. Yeah, he almost, I, I, I think he almost stole the show. Almost, I mean, you're what right. a lovable character, he that guy. He was great, but he's an idiot. Gosh, he's so <laughs> stupid. God, that's right. You're me because I've only seen the picture once. I, I want to see it again. But, yeah, I mean, there were just so many great parts of the film. And then Lily James, I mean, you know, yep. talk about just such of a sweetheart, you know, such of a the quintessential girl next door sort of role. Uh, but she's, you know, ever since I, I, I saw her in Cinderella, I, I just I love everything she does. I think she's mm -hmm. terrific. Did so, you hear? Yeah, you just had a perfect cast. And I'm so glad, again, that you mentioned Ed Sheeran because, boy, oh, he's I mean, great. playing a heightened version of yourself, kind mm -hmm. of a semi-arrogant version of yourself, it can't be an easy thing to do, but boy, he nailed it. God bless him. What a talent. And he certainly doesn't, as Kate McKinnon's character would say, well, you're certainly not handsome and you've got a lot of hair and glasses, but other than that, it's <laughs> <laughs> the God. God, she was a monster, but she God, she was, was terrible. Funny. She was so funny in that movie. And then she'd be sitting there talking to somebody on a couch and she'd put her leg up on the couch. Like, what are yeah, you doing? She's so weird. <laughs> like, what the hell is wrong with you? And I hated her house, by the way. She lived in this, like, clamshell house of course on uh, she did. Uh, i don't know what the hell that was all about i have no idea yeah. that was all about but um i absolutely loved it i thought it was really great once again nobody in the theater talked or was on their phone during the movie it, maybe people are learning finally or maybe it's just you can't go to certain movies i was singing well that's that's yeah. it and yeah. i think obviously the people that were there wanted to see I, I would suspect a lot of them were probably Beatles fans. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it, you know you're you're on a mission there. You know you're you want to see a, a good a great movie about you know essentially about the Fab Four. And then of, of course there's one thing that we will not talk about. But boy, there's a, su a surprise twist in that movie. I know. I totally is, didn't see that coming. I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, of course. There's some controversy going on around that too. Around what? Oh, really? About the twist. About the twist. Oh, the twist. Yep. Yeah. Oh, my dad doesn't God, know what I we're talking. I would about. like to look, or, or Cassie, if you have a link 
Mm-hmm. I'd like to read about that because I'm wondering <laughs> why that would be. Yeah, why but is it controversial? You know, when I, I can't remember if I, I mentioned it when I was reviewing it for KQ, but when that happened, when that big reveal happened, um, I, Cassie, you, you and Dave, we, I think we all screened this together. Mm-hmm. I, I heard a gasp. I heard yes. like an audible gasp. Like people were that surprised. I can look it up so that, you. That I know what you're talking about. Let's see here. I can tell you. Yeah, you can't really talk about it without what are you giving about? about spoilers. Yeah, he doesn't know what but... is happening. So what are I'll you say it. About? I'll say it during the break. Yeah. What movie are you yeah. talking about? Yesterday. How about yesterday. I don't know. If there was any big twist in there. Yes, there is. What? Oh, oh, there is an unexpected twist. twist that you didn't expect. I'm guessing you're talking about he goes to someone's house. Yes. Yes. Really? That's. I mean, I, I didn't see that well, as a big twist. Well, the issue they're having is because permission wasn't given for certain reasons. Because he's oh, dead? Oh, no. Okay. Really? <laughs> Andy? We don't know who you're, I'm talking about. Okay. They're all, they're all dead, aren't they, except no, for Ringo? Two of Paul and Paul. Ringo oh, are alive. George oh, that, oh, that John twist. Are, I didn't see that as a twist. Even, I oh thought God, that was one no of the idea. highlights of the movie. That oh, guy yes. was amazing. I know. He looked just and like you know the guy. know who that guy is. I'm surprised. He's been in all of... Uh, Robert Carlyle is the name of the actor. Oh, okay. And he's been in all of Danny Boyle's movies. He was the scary-ass dude, uh, Bigby, in Trainspotting. One of the all-time yeah, yeah. scary villains. Well, he was I'm, wonderful. One of the things that people have noticed, too, and I'm, I'm looking right now to see if it's still there, even um, the person that played that role wanted to be uncredited. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And I think he was. Yeah, I yeah, think you're I, right. I don't recall seeing his name. Yeah. He he was unbelievably accurate. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah, I knew I knew yeah. what actor it was right away. I'm like, I know him. And um, I even told Tim, I'm like, uh, who? I know him. He's from, uh, I said, I know who that is. And I told him, you go, oh, yeah, it was. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I recognize his yeah, voice. Dave, I think, pointed it out. Yeah. Did yeah. you uh, did you hear my take on on one of the best best for me personally one of the best parts of that movie was it just made me remember by listening to all that music again it made me remember the times I was only ten years old when the Beatles broke so how lucky I was to have been born when I was born as far as that whole thing is concerned one of the greatest groups of all time if not the greatest group of all time. And I got to see it from a very young age. So I basically thought, you know, I was 10 years old, so I basically thought, everybody's this talented. It's yeah. just part of the world. Well, well, it really talks about how important and special their music absolutely. is and mm-hmm. how rare that kind of thing is. You know. Well, Tevin said he couldn't make it a day without listening to Number 9 from the White yeah, Album. I mean, that's the best song mm-hmm. I've ever heard. Do you ever hear that song, Number 9, from the White Album by the Beatles? Uh, no. Number I will nine. do this. Number 9. Number 9. Number 9. They just keep saying it that's over it. and over. It's a very Yoko Ono song. It's Genius really writing. Yoko, you're right. Yeah. That was very Yoko-y. Frickin' Yoko. Frickin' <laughs> Yoko. That's exactly. It's too Yoko-y for Number <laughs> 9. Yoko. Number nine. Get okay, here, that's really great. But any in any case, yes, you definitely go see yesterday. It's doing, yeah, like you said, money wise, it'll be fine. <clears throat> but it's in twenty seven hundred theaters, and nobody's going. I don't know. Do people under forty not know who the Beatles are? Well, that's what I'm afraid of. That's what I'm. You know, obviously, now we took our youngest two, who are uh, fourteen and eighteen. And they know because they grew up around. Right. Them, right? Kevin doesn't so they, know who the Beatles are. They obviously are. know, but there I will be a time where people are going to say, who? Well, oh, if you who? went to a high school right now and you were like, no. what's your favorite Beatles song? They'd be like, what are you talking what about? What are you talking about? They sing yeah. the Yellow Submarine song? Yes. Yes. Okay. I think like if I heard a Beatles song, I wouldn't know that it was a Beatles. You don't even know who the me. Beatles are. Did yeah, they, they sing like the... the Yellow Submarine song? <laughs> <laughs> the oh, yeah. the yeah. one Beatles song he knows is Yellow Submarine. <laughs> she just got very depressed over there. She's devastated. They, did the, they had the album cover where they're walking across the street. Okay. Right. Abby Rowe. Okay. Abby Rowe. <laughs> Alex is very upset. What is happening? Who the Beatles are. She's very upset. Oh I can't my name god. Any other song? Oh, the Never... Hey There, Delilah. Oh my God! No, 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 no! This is not happening right now. They sing a Delilah song. No. Okay. Well, I tried. 
The Beatles. You don't know the Beatles. The la- isn't no. that Plain White Tees? <laughs> what? No, there's another going song. on. There's Is nothing it? about Delilah. Okay, Tevin. Well, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> turned her, Alex turned her back on Tevin. She won't even look at him. No. <laughs> okay. Well. You think it's Eleanor Rigby? That's a one. Who? Eleanor Rigby. You're thinking of Hey Jude? There we go. Hey Jude. Uh, That's right. (laughs) Close. Not at all. Like Hey Jude. There's Hey. Okay. Oh my God. What was this song supposed to be called? Because it wasn't supposed to be called Hey Jude. It was supposed to be Hey There, Delilah. (laughs) It's supposed to be Hey Hey Jules. Because Julian Lennon. The song's actually about Julian Lennon. It's supposed to be Hey Jules, but they decided no, they didn't want to. Sig- signal, uh, single out uh, Julian Lennon, so they change it to Hey Jude. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Tevin, don't pretend to care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what's going don't on right now. Don't pretend to care. <laughs> you know, I've never heard of James Brown. Who is that? Oh, my God. <laughs> See, no. See, you like, probably don't even know who James Brown is. James I was going to say, oh, Dad, it's not like it's... ask him about Tyga or something. Oh, Tyga. <laughs> and then apparently he'll Jay-Z. know what's going on. See, Jay-Z. Kanye. Kanye. Yeah. Okay, Kanye. Oh, Kanye. my now God. Now we're cooking with gas. Let's talk about the Jay-Z black. I love it. She is absolutely upset. I feel physically ill. Like, I feel... It's you, Tevin! It's because of you. It's because of you. She's deeply upset. That's very good. Tim, look what we started. oddly emotional about this situation. (laughs) I'm, like, sweating. I mean, if you look at Ed Sheeran, at least that's a way to get younger folks who might not yes, be aware of yes. those into theaters yep. and then that's the sort of introduction for them now to the Beatles I think you're what a, right what a great way to introduce them to the music you know so hopefully it, it, it'll result in a good thing but again you know I think maybe globally it's done 80 million I, I uh-huh. have to check on that mm-hmm. but it was made for 25 which would seem to be a lot for that sort of movie but they had to pay <laughs> a ton of money to get the rights. To I was going to say the rights probably cost like most. Oh, yeah. of I everything. wonder if there's a way yeah. to look up since this movie came out if if Beatles album sales have gone up like downloads. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, probably with a younger like, yeah. demo. Yeah, like through iTunes or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And well. Alex, you just got a text from Kentucky saying, who are the Beatles? <laughs> I'm going to go no, I'm not the only one. crawl in the trunk of my car and never come out. And never come out. Okay. Because they don't know who the Beatles are. Because it's just not a life worth living anymore. Yeah, that Delilah song was fantastic. <laughs> Did they sing, hey there? I feel like, am I being punk? You mean, my, my, my Delilah. Am I on is candid camera? No. That He's talking about young. a song no, that was, was released. He just said. I knew there was a Delilah song. No, he's not. That he's no Tom idea. Jones, but oh my god! Yeah, no, there's no Delilah involved in the Beatles. We gotta take ever. a break. We'll be right back. More with Tim Lammers and the family. It's Tom Bernard with CEO Michael Bilski from North American Banking Company. Michael, we spent some time talking about your free app and money transfer service, XCheck, which is just great, by the way. You can transfer money to your kid to travel home from college and lots of other uses. I got wind of another service you provide at North American Banking Company. What's this Super ID I've been hearing about? Great question, Tommy. Super ID uses your face proof and your finger proof to keep your identity and your money secure. It's really a foolproof way to protect your family and your business from identity fraud. It's simple, fast, and oh, the best part is that it's free to our customers. Super ID, super easy, and super secure. Visit nabanco.com or see my personal banker to get the scoop on XCheck and Super ID. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they wanted to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855 855- 
554-2020 today. Or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. What in the hell is this? Is that I dig a pygmy? No, it's... There it is. Ladies and gentlemen, Tevin just discovered the Beatles did not do the Lichtensteiner polka. So... Do you know this song? Have you heard it? No. I've never heard this song. You've never... Oh, it's one of my favorites. You've never heard this song. Get back, Jojo. Get what? Get Get back. God, Alex, what are you going to do? I don't know. Well, Andy doesn't like music, so well, that's, that's not true. He likes jingles, so and he walk does like love a jingle. <laughs> he loves he a likes jingle, walk like and he likes gym. theme songs. But <laughs> other does. than that. He does know that it's true. Yeah. Other than After that. doing a quick look through their uh, list don't of songs, I think I know six of them. Like you know. well, six. Six. Six Beatles songs. Probably about right. So. There are there's like a handful of songs that are just everywhere, yeah. No, and then the rest true. of them no one's ever heard unless they bought the albums. I'd yeah. almost guarantee you that Tevin likes the song Blackbird, right? Oh, I love. Blackbird. I don't think I've heard Blackbird that singing in the dead of night. They didn't. I was surprised that they didn't play that in the movie. Great song. Yeah, you're yes, right. I that was that. the one that I was like, I'm really surprised. That's... He might not have been able to hit those. Yeah, notes. The, no, yeah, true. <laughs> that might be the reason they didn't do that's it. That's true. But Himesh Patel. Like saying "Let It Be," that's pretty. I know that was. They wonderful. hit pretty high notes. Blackbird's probably about drugs or something. It's not. Uh, yeah, Himesh Patel, who plays the lead in it, the guy who can remember the Beatles when no one else does. Uh, did a great job. He was terrific. He did really, really well, yeah. I thought he was really good. Yeah, everybody did. It was cast very well. So, Timmy. Yes. Can I can I shift to TV for a minute? Because I have to ask everybody Have you ever heard of questions. the show Friends? Yeah, you ever heard of the show Friends, Devin? <laughs> I have, but never watched it. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of it, but I've never watched it. Oh, God. How about Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> no, Andy and him can yeah, bond. We both love the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Maybe you're related. Andy, you're related. I mean, look at your skin color. Yeah, it's very clear. Very clear. Mm-hmm. It's all true. Um, I wanted to ask everybody, have you seen, because uh, I think Alex and Dan recommended it to, to Catherine and me, we watched the first few episodes of uh, The Assassination of Gianni Versace. Yeah. The only problem I'm having with that, do you, ever, do you see it, Tim? You know, we watched, I think, up until episode six. It gets really, really brutal. It does That's get super brutal. But after six, it gets murders. less brutal. Hmm. And, and almost, was I was brutal. disturbed by the, the show, to be honest with you. Oh, and yeah. I think it's probably where you're going. This guy that plays him, Darren Chris, who did win... Uh, like Emmys, Golden Globes, you know, Screen Actors Guild. I mean, he swept, you know, he swept the award season with this portrayal. I you mean, know, he is really, really he's good amazing. and disturbing at the same time. Well, yeah. I will tell you this. The one problem I have with that show is he's so good at that role, I hate his guts. Oh, yeah. He's <laughs> I mean, so, but it's really interesting. So, and okay, he was came he from in... Glee. Yeah, yeah he right. came from a really, you know, happy-go-lucky, yeah. you know, he's like quite a singer. You know, and he's really good. He was good in that show, but, you know, to do this, you know, 180 from being Mr. Good Guy to just the most despicable person on earth. So was he in Chicago? Great role. I don't know. The episode that you, the last episode that you watched, what state was he in? Yeah, he was in Chicago. Okay. So the next one is really brutal. Minneapolis. The next, oh, was he in Minneapolis, the last one you saw? No, he's in Minneapolis episode four. Yeah. So you've seen three? I've seen three. Okay, so the next one is really brutal, and then after that, they're not as brutal. Well, everything is really brutal after that. You know, I, I you know, it's been a few months since I started watching it. It's one of those shows you just once it grabs on you, you got to keep watching it. Yeah, you have to finish it. And then it. we got to about six, and it's like, God, this is just, this is just, you know, Ryan Murphy who did American Horror Story. Yeah. I mean, there's just no boundaries with this guy, especially when it comes to the brutality of things. Yeah, he loves that's why brutality. I can't watch American Horror Story anymore. Yep. It's just that he goes to the extreme. I think the only show of his that I actually watched all the way through was Feud, um, Betty and Joan. But that was good. Than that, that was really good. God, I mean, excessively violent. And it just and this is this is hard to watch because you know it happened. You know, it's real. Yeah. 
And and I think that's why we just said, you know what, I just can't take this anymore. Well, you so missed... it'll be interesting to see once you get further into this series. Right, uh, right. Well, six. Tom and Catherine, what what do you what you think of it? Because again, it just got to the point where it's like, you know what, let's <laughs> let's take a break for a while. Maybe yeah. we'll have to pick up on it. You yeah. do have to finish it because after six, it's like important and interesting information. Are there eight episodes? Nine. Is that it? There are nine episodes. We just finished it. Eight or two. There might ago. be ten. If it's like the American Crime Story, OJ, I think that were that was ten. So there was one so season we'll, on on FX. Is that where it first was? I have no idea. I just watched. We just watched it on yes, Netflix the it, last week. We it finished started it. on FX um, with the OJ story, and this was the second season. The oh, oh, yeah, yeah, from American Crime. Yeah, American Crime. Yeah, American Crime story. Yeah. Kind of like American Horror Story, where it's an an, an anthology series. Yeah. So basically, every season is different. You know, yep. the next season will focus obviously on some other notorious American, true American crime story. I like it. But I, seriously, it's so well played by that kid. His name is Chris what? Darren Darren Chris. Darren Chris. C-R-I-S-S. He is so no good in it. No relation to Peter Chris. He is, honest to God, so good that I hate him. I know. <laughs> honest <laughs> to God. It's just terrible. But, like, you go oh, into Darren his, so it goes oh. later and later in his life, and you eventually go into his childhood a little bit, mm-hmm. and it's, yeah. Oh, I know what happens in his childhood, I bet. Ugh, that's the only reason they'd go to his childhood. How yeah. he got the way he is. Mm-hmm. Well, but it's, there's more to it than, it's, yeah, I don't know. I Dan and I, I mean, yeah, it's a horrible, gruesome story, but, yeah, the fact that it did actually happen is so wild. Like, yeah. this guy was nutty. Yeah, I would say nutty. Yeah, it's <laughs> so, a pretty accurate nutty so massacre nutty. about 8,000 people. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. We'll, uh, we're gonna, so, we got six more episodes to go, seven, whatever it is, and then uh, we'll, yeah, I, we'll stick with it. I did not like the, I thought the first episode was very boring, and I didn't know yeah. I was going to watch it again. Yeah. But then everybody told me, no, no, I know the first episode's boring, but it gets better. Because well, the first episode's just about Versace. Right. And by the way, the woman they picked to play his sister, Donatelli, Donatella. a little bit better looking than Donatella in real life. <laughs> well, it's Penelope. Cruz. Well, Donatella before oh, yeah, all right. the plastic surgery. Yeah. Oh went. my God, her plastic surgery was a oh, disaster. Yeah, it's really Ooh. weird to see Penelope Cruz as a blonde. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it is true. Isn't and her it? voice is so funny. She, she, she looks good like though. this. She's she is good in it though. Yeah, she does really. I good mean, job. I think so far everybody. What's the guy's name that he just took deep in Chicago? That the, the Lee actor's Miglin? name. Oh, the actor. I don't know. Yeah, was, Lee Miglin was the, was a character, but I can't remember the actor's name. Oh, He's from it, Minnesota. It's, uh, isn't it Mike Farrell? Yeah, Mike Farrell. He's from Minnesota, right? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, he's a from Minnesota guy. But I, oh, so I, you did see that. I did he, see. He really, he three. took him out in a particularly ugly manner. He, that was not pleasant. The <laughs> next, the next one, there's yeah. a really brutal one too, Ooh. and then after that, it, they're not as awful. Don't you think it's kind of homophobic of uh, of uh, this Ryan Murphy? Let's see. We need a guy to play a gay guy. Where can we find a gay act? Oh, let's go to Glee. <laughs> it's kind of homophobic, isn't it? Well, he's done other things. Well, Ryan Murphy actually, he also created Glee, so... Oh, he did? <laughs> yeah, he Never mind that. Yeah, he's just you know, a homophobe flat a, out. Thank you. Yeah, you know, he um, he keeps the same people. It's like he's got a, a troop of, of people he goes to yeah, all the time. Yeah, like that's Sarah smart. Paulson, Sarah Paulson, who ironically isn't in the next American Horror Story season. She was in the first... I don't know how many they've done. Yeah, yeah she's seven, great. eight, or nine. But you know, he generally tends to cast the same people. Um, but obviously, a lot of different people in here. You know, Edgar Ramirez as mm-hmm. Gianni Versace is terrific. Oh, he's Ricky wonderful. Ricky Martin is really good. Ricky, Ricky Martin is good. I know he Ricky walked Martin. in and I was like, "That's Ricky Martin," and Dan's like, "No, it's not. It looks like him. It's not him." <laughs> I was like, "I will bet you everything I oh, have, boyfriend? even though we're married, so you get Ricky it anyway." Martin. But yeah, it's Ricky Martin. I thought I'd seen him somewhere before. It's Ricky Martin. <laughs> That's why I've seen him somewhere before. Yep. <clears throat> Do you think you know, Timmy? You and I have talked about this before. Um, the movies seem to have gotten a lot better in the summer. Is it because people like to, you know, the kids are out of school, so everybody can go to a movie? Um, so you got the, you know, the number one movie again is a superhero movie, which people, Naturally. I guess, just love. But there are some really good summer releases out now. Well, it seems for once that 
counter-programming is working a little bit, yeah. you know, with yesterday. Yep. Um, you know, there are still your blockbusters, though. But even a, a movie like Toy Story 4, as wonderful it as, as it is, came up pretty far short of expectations um, as far as box office. Oh, now, really? It's, it's making a ton of money. Um, but, you know, obviously, Men in Black stiffed. Yeah, um, you've had films that you know they thought were going to do a lot better business, didn't? But I'm glad that you know you have movies like Yesterday out there that just yep. offer a nice alternative for a change. I like but all yeah, those independent I mean, films. I do. Yeah, well, and, and it's just nice, um, you know, that you know last weekend was terrible. I mean, you had Stuber and and uh whatever i forget oh crawl didn't even screen for critics but i actually want to see that one uh yeah, the we alligator. Watched, yeah we saw crawl over the weekend too we saw two movies we saw crawl and we saw rock how, how is crawl uh it was okay i would wait <laughs> too for lizardy red, i would wait for red box i it was i don't know it was okay has anybody seen annabelle part eight whatever it no. is I think Dave did. I'm sure another did. Annabelle. Dave, I, I've liked the first ones. I don't know if this one's any good or not, but I like the first ones. Dave liked it, but he felt like it was they're kind of playing off of the kind of like the Chucky kind of. Oh God, I hate Chucky. You know, like it just seems like it's too. Uh, I don't know what's the word. It's it. It seems like it's steering away from the actual story of it's Annabelle. It's too bad because I love the story. Yeah, it's like has that puppeteer type feel to it i guess i don't mm. know what about midsummer oh no what I'm is midsummer <laughs> that came out involuntarily <laughs> oh, no. I saw, oh, no. I saw oh, midsummer no. did you see it she really yes. liked it is it bad what is it i wish i could get those two and a half hours back <laughs> what is it it's a horror film but it's, oh, it's horror it's the Very same bad. people that did hereditary now if you liked hereditary you're probably going to like midsummer i didn't get the ending to hereditary got to be I didn't honest see with you but like the ending of hereditary remember how that made you feel yeah, kind of like, like, what the hell did I just watch? Yeah, da- dazed. That's the whole movie of Midsummer. Oh, I couldn't do that then. Midsummer. Yeah, it's Midsommar. it's very bizarre. There was it was beautiful though, like the scenery. It felt like you were watching like a documentary. Yeah, it looks pretty. Like the trailers, I'm like, this looks pretty, but Although, then it's a horror story. I will tell you this: uh, Hereditary was a fantasy, which I thought it was real because I tried to do that move on the ceiling like she did. I, I couldn't do it. You couldn't stick? I couldn't no. stick to the ceiling like she all did. Been there. Oh, my God. Uh, that was a pretty good movie. Yeah, that was pretty good. So do we have – now we're, we're in mid-July today. It's July 15th, mid-July. So we got July, August, and we got about eight weeks left of the summer season before the kids go back to school, right? Or seven weeks, maybe. Yeah, maybe it's only seven yeah. weeks now. It starts to slow down. You're talking to movie season. I mean, it yeah, starts to yeah. slow down – it starts to slow down about the second, third weekend of August. Yeah, so about a yeah. good month yet. About a good, a good month. month yet. You have Lion King this week. Uh, Once upon a Once upon a time in Hollywood next week. Uh, Fast and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw the following week, and then I think there's one more good week, and then it starts to so starts to erode from there. And then you'll get junk for a couple of weeks, and then it Chapter Two kicks off um, September. So things will start heating up again in September. Wouldn't, if they were creative, they would have named that second movie, Shh. Don't you think? <laughs> what second? Make it really yeah, hard to yeah. look up online. It, part yeah. one, and oh. part two. And if you watch part two first, it's not good. Get it? Okay. Well, no. Oh just it, The indication would be don't watch part two first. Dad. I'm I would just, just laugh You're at all reaching. the broadcast folks, uh, you know, trying to find a way around that one. <laughs> to, well, the name of the movie is Shh. <laughs> I can't tell you. Just uh, uh, man, What are fun. you going to do? It's uh, yeah, It all works out in the end. But, yeah, I'm very happy with TV right now. I'm very happy with the movies right now. I'm not happy that ASAP King or whatever ASAP his name Rocky? is. ASAP Rocky? ASAP Rocky is still, he's still yeah. in jail. What? Like oh. living on the floor eating like a rotten apple every day? <laughs> That's what he said, yeah. What's happening? What the hell are you Who talking is this about? person? ASAP Rocky's a rapper. Mm-hmm. He was in Sweden doing a show, got in a fist fight. He was arrested. He's been in jail for 15 days now. Because of a fist fight? Yeah. Yeah. 
He was in a, I think he was technically defending himself, and now he was, he's, yeah. yeah, he's in a cell with somebody that's like mentally not all with it, and is like eating their own feces, and he's sleeping oh. on the floor, and yeah, there's a huge petition to get him out. Oh my! Well, I so, don't okay. why he's still in there. So there was right. Aesop Rock. Well, maybe he's lying. Yep. And now there's Aesop Rocky. There's a whole ASAP like gang. It's ASAP, not yeah. Aesop. ASAP. Oh. Oh. So it's like ASAP Rocky. As yep. <clears throat> Ant, uh, Ferg. Like, it's a bunch of their friends. Then ASAP Rocky was just, like, the biggest one that made it. And the oh, S is really a dollar sign. It's so, a dollar sign. Yeah. No, there's ASAP Rock. Yeah, but I don't think that's the same thing. But this person just kind of stole ASAP Rock's name? Yeah, well, everything. And so. added everything. to a Y? Yeah. Like, Lil Nas X? Yeah. Like, Nas, but they have nothing right. to do with each no. other. <laughs> no. <laughs> we got to take a break. Be right back with the family. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. That's not working right. Unfortunately, you can't hear the singing. Something, what? something, 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 something. No, Lil Nas X was born in Montero, so I think he just stole his name. Oh, okay. Yep. We all live in, in a yellow submarine. A yellow submarine. A yeah. yellow submarine. Damn those remastered yeah. albums. Yeah. Don't give me. Yeah. yeah, it is remastered. Yeah, because then when they do it in stereo, you have to have uh, the both of the the mic whatever, and yeah. the audio. It's all true. Technology. All all I own all the Beatles work, songs. Work so. Yeah, you do, don't you? Yeah. When it came out on iTunes, it just downloaded all of it. Yep, I I still have that original digital pressing of uh, the Beatles, all the Beatles albums in Japan. That's still at the house, isn't it? I think so. I thought I I gave that to you guys. What happened to that? I was not given that. You (laughs) would not have given it to me because that would not have made sense. (laughs) Well, you don't want it? Why would Andy what would want I do with it? Well, I should probably give it to you then. I would yes. love it. Give it to her. The, I would cherish the Beatles it on the very first digital pressing of the Beatles that happened in Japan, and it was many years ago. I wouldn't like, even let my kids look at it. The, <laughs> you can't even look at it because you want to look at it. Yeah, exactly. You want I'm look looking at it. at it. You can't look at it. Don't. Yes, I don't want to talk to you, and they just hang up. I don't want to talk to you. Timmy Lammers is with us, ladies and gentlemen. We've been talking movies. We've been talking television. What else is happening, Timmy? Well, not not a whole heck of a lot. I mean, I guess I'm I'm waiting to see. Uh, well, I, I've screened The Lion King already, but so I tell excited. you what, the, the film that I am curious about the most, just because I I have a love hate uh, deal with with Quentin Tarantino. There's no question that the guy is a gifted filmmaker, but yep. off screen he is so damn annoying. Is is this movie four hours long, like all his other ones? I believe it is. I, I can't believe it's do at it. least it's between two and a half and three hours long. And the funny thing about it is, I, I haven't heard anything about a screening yet. I, I don't know what what's going on. You think they would have hyped this thing? 
you know, the big hype machine out of Cannes was that, you know, every standing ovation. Well, every movie in Cannes gets a standing ovation. Yeah, yeah. that's true, yeah. It's just kind of like an obligatory thing uh, for, you know, all the stars are there and they kind of pat each other's back. So I, I don't know. I don't know. But, I mean, it, it, he's, he's going back to a fascinating time period in American history and he's plugging in fictional characters. So I guess anything goes with the story, but... You know, we'll find out, but part of it at least surrounds the Sharon Tate murder. Right, right, good. Because there's Sharon Tate and there's there's Charles Manson's in it, right? Charles Manson, and I don't know how much they're going to get him involved, but Roman Polanski, they got some really playing Roman mm. Polanski in, mm -hmm. in the film. So, so who yeah. played the nine-year-old? I think she was the like nine -year -old. fourteen. Oh, she was fourteen. The 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 girl. The reason Roman. Oh Polanski no, no, I don't think. I don't know. I don't think they go into that. Good. They, they go into, No, the Roman Polanski thing is Roman Polanski was married to Sharon Tate. Right. So that's that's the only portion of his life. Again, I haven't seen it, but I believe that's the only portion of his life that they they cover. And I would suspect. I mean, obviously, since he was married to Sharon Tate, they have to involve. Polanski, but yeah. I'm sure they're going to downplay it as much as possible. Mm. Oh, she was Just 13. Just his existence in it. Oh, she was 13. Now, was he married to Sharon Tate when he when he had sex with that 13-year-old? This was 1977, so he, no. no. She died yeah, that, in 69. Yeah, this story is a late 60s. Yeah. The, the, the man oh, he didn't have sex with a 13-year-old till 77? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. What is yep. wrong with him? Good God. See, I've never, whether it's, you know, R. <clears throat> Kelly or Roman Polanski, but I don't, and everybody tells me it's a power thing, but I, I don't understand the reasoning and the equation here. If I take care of somebody any way I wish to who cannot fight back and has no chance against me, how does that make me powerful? I don't get that. Do you? He's just a sicko. But there's so many I, I people. I don't get do, it either. Look at this Epstein guy. What a lunatic that guy is. You know, it's going to be interesting to see. Nobody, you know, they've been published. Uh, the, the the publicity about the story so far names the president's president former as, uh, you know, the some of the uh, associates. Mm -hmm. But apparently, this guy had a private island, and a lot of celebrities. Have yes. been on that island. Mm -hmm. So it'll be interesting right. to see what comes out of this whole thing. How many other people are named as buddies with this Epstein? I saw a news report, and I don't remember where I saw it. was not on Fox. It was on something else. Because I, I watch CNN and Fox, and I go, oh, you're all nuts. And then I move on with my day. But at some news report, I don't know where it was, but they said Bill Clinton had been on his airplane or island 25 times. That's what I heard. So you heard the same thing, Andy? Mm-hmm. 25 times. What did he pull off? You know well, what I mean? not only that, apparently he excused the Secret Service on a couple of those. Correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, oh, yeah, the New York Times is reporting that he's at least 26 times. At least 26 times. So, so it's the New York Times we saw it. Yeah. That is unbelievable. 26 times and nobody ever made a stink out of it. And no one will. I, I just... Uh, just because he agrees with you politically, he's a horrible person. Now, look, I wish Donald Trump would shut the hell up and not say things like, Tevin, why don't you go back to where you came from? Yeah. <laughs> In other words, Osceola. Yeah, right. Go back over to Wisconsin. <laughs> what is the upside of saying th something like, why don't you go back where you came from? There is no um, upside. Month of free publicity in the news. Well, I guess, but, it, you know. I just don't understand the wisdom as the president of the United States of saying something like that. I don't get it. People who care already hated him, and people who don't already didn't. Well, you're probably right. And he knows that nothing he says will change anything, so you're he just says stuff right. that gets him attention. Well, remember, he, I can't remember what, where it was, but he said to somebody, somebody was yelling at him about something, and then he said, why don't you go back to your shithole country? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? Six six fifty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. We did the time there for for Cassie. Mm -hmm. But yeah, all these people and all the things that they do, I just don't understand. Why? Why do you think that's a good idea to do any of that? But 
I don't know. Bill Clinton, I, I look, I didn't have any, I didn't complain about his presidency or whatever, but he sure does like to push himself on women, man. That's all I know. And he's gotten away with it his whole life. I don't get that. Do you? Uh, well, again, like you say, power thing. Gotta I be guess. the power thing. But he was accused of rape twice in college. Oh, boy. So I don't know if he did it or not. He was accused of it. Doesn't mean he did it. But, man, there sure is a common thread there, isn't there? It seems to be. I Definitely guess. seems to be. And, and I, uh, I again, I, I, I'm just curious to see what comes out of this case and documents and investigations. Right. And who other uh, people he mingled with. Now, again, I mean, you just can't say that everybody that was ever with the guy was a bad person. Right. I mean, right. obviously, he could have hid that behavior from a lot of people. But what, from what I understand, there were a lot, a lot of big names mm-hmm. that visited too. his private island. Well, I'm, I'm, I mean, he's a billionaire. You know, he's right. a big shot. I suppose he, he grants access to stay in those circles or something. I don't know. Now, look, I'm not saying that Donald Trump is actually pristine with women either. You know, that's obviously not true in the least that he's... He gets very aggressive with women, and I don't really understand that at all either. But that's because Catherine would stab me with scissors. If I yeah, I don't think you'd make it too far. <laughs> I wouldn't make it too far. I'd be wrapped up yep. in a big hurry, no doubt about it. But look, all of these, and my, my new favorite one, and I'll, we'll move on from there, but this Tom Steyer, he's running for president. He's a multi-billionaire. He's all about the uh, Democratic Party and the Green New Deal. He made most of his money from coal. <laughs> oh, so now that you've made your money, <laughs> right. now we can condemn mm-hmm. it because you've already got your money. Are all these well, politicians across the board, Democrats, Republicans, all of, are they all filthy, all of them? Well, hypocrisy seems to be a common trait, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. We just got to kind of t- observe that once in a while. You can't get frustrated. I just wish that people wouldn't pick a side and what if you agree with me you can do nothing wrong and if you don't agree with me you can do nothing right i really wish we'd get away from that that's ridiculous it's a ridiculous it just seems to be getting worse though it gets, it's, it does, it's not yeah. getting better it's getting yeah. worse no you're right i don't really understand what we're, we're going to be doing about this i don't know i don't know we had uh, george takei on this morning on the morning show he's talking about the internment of uh japanese people during world war ii and he did not have a lot of great things to say about Donald Trump. He's not a fan of Donald Trump at all. But he also didn't have a whole lot of positive things to say about Franklin Delano Roosevelt either. Look, right. Ro- Roosevelt did a good job in the 30s, you know, getting us out of that uh, depression and all the rest of it. But as soon as the war started, man, he, he made some very questionable decisions. Again, imprisoning 120,000 people strictly because they, they're Japanese. I mean, what yeah. is that? Well, not only that, and I heard that interview, Tom. I mean, it was a great interview. He was and, good. Yeah. Um, he was very good. It, it, he informed me about something that I didn't know, but about how the Canadians had the yep. internment camps. Actually, the that was me that uh, told you about that. <laughs> but, uh, you know. Yeah, so, we, I mean, we visited one of them. The, it, they were Ukrainian concentration camps up there. In, in Canada? In Canada. And Japanese people, by the way. Yeah. They did both. The Canadians were much worse than we were. Well, I shouldn't say much worse because it's all horrible. Yeah. Let's put a five-year-old Japanese kid in a concentration camp. What a great idea. I don't Well, those not, are not really concentration camps either. I don't know what kind of camps you call them, but that's that AOC deal where everything's a concentration camp now, mm-hmm. which takes a lot away from what happened Why in World War II. Why does anyone pay attention to anything she says? I couldn't agree more. She's You're a absolutely right. moron. But we just try to keep it on the on the uh, even keel. You know how I am. Just as even keel as it gets. <laughs> what? What are you smiling How dare you on? be objective, Tom? Yeah. Objectivity. How, how dare you? You're out, Tom. That's all there is to it. I talked to Tevin, and he said, you're out. That's all there is to it. So, it's all right. Don't worry about my feelings. You know what I'm saying. Uh, so basically, we have, and I cannot believe that the movie season is is only five more weeks. Oh, God, yeah. that's depressing. 
it's depressing, but then, you know, you think about five weeks going by, and then we're talking about the Vikings again. So Yeah, well, that's you know. exactly what. Well, matter of fact, I made Michelle kind of tear up this morning because I said, hey, it's only a few more weeks till you're back working a real job. She goes, yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, that's really nice. She doesn't want to get back to NBC Sunday night, the highest rated show right. on television. I don't want to go do that again, do I? God, she takes she takes jokes so well. I, anytime we get on a subject about women, I just like to go. I don't know what it is, but I just don't like Spanish women. Because <laughs> <laughs> she, of course, is Spanish. So in any case, no, nah, she's great to work with. She really is. But yeah, she, she didn't even try to hide. It's like, yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah, but she's like the superstar of NBC sports, I like know. football. It's like she just can show up probably whenever she wants and point the camera ready to go. And I'll ask her that tomorrow. Yeah. Do you just show up whenever yeah, you feel just, like? Goes, it? Hey guys, I'm going to be on the sidelines. Throw it to me whenever. And yeah, she probably they bend over backwards for her. I imagine. I would imagine it's probably true. She gets along with Al and Chris really well as well. So you know, it's a it's a nice deal. And like I said, it's the highest rated TV show every year. So they must do some. Right. Are we on Monday Night Football or Sunday Night Football this year, the Vikings? I, don't, I, haven't um, I think oh, the second half be. of the season we have a couple primetime games. Oh, we do? Yeah. Okay. What do you mean, we? You're a Packer fan. No, 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 no. Don't put me in that box. No, you're a Viking fan mm-hmm. all the way. Was yep. that tough in Osceola? Oh, yeah. It was me and, like, I think there was, like, four other guys that was, that was friends with the other Vikings fans. Yeah, those Packer fans get nuts, man. Mm-hmm. They find out you don't like their Packers, you don't watch your yeah. Packers. They don't like that at all. No, I remember, I think it was, I would have said 2009, so my junior year, senior year. 2000, yeah. Anyway, when we lost to the Saints in the oh, playoffs yeah. with yep. Brett Favre. Yep. And my first hour class was a foods class that we had, like, me and my Vikings fans, we all sat at the same table. And I walk in, and they had all gotten there before me, and we're all just, like, depressed. Every one of us, like, hoods up sweatpants like everybody knew like don't talk to tevin don't talk to that table yeah they're uh they're not friendly today no i suppose no. not hey i've been putting up with that now since i was nine years old the twins the vikings twins won a couple of world series and it was mm-hmm. nice the twins took two out of three from cleveland over the week uh yeah. the weekend that was terrific uh I, they almost pulled off all three of them but then they left a lot of people in scoring position yesterday. Just could not hit with people in scoring position. Worth a damn. It was unbelievable. I mean, there was a hit, a walk, a hit batsman, another walk, and then another hit batsman. Oh, my <laughs> good God. It's a little unusual. All right, Timmy, we're going to talk to you Thursday on the KQ Morning Show. Is that correct? Indeed. And, again, I will have the Lion King. The Lion so King. I will talk with you then, and everybody else have a great week. I guarantee you, by the way, I'll predict this for you. This is just for you, Tim. I guarantee okay. you when that movie comes out, somebody will refer to, or Donald Trump will refer to somebody as the Lying King. Not lying, but lying. Oh, yeah. Oh, lying. Well, he's oh. the Lying King, I guarantee you. <laughs> sit, sit back and chuckle to himself, aren't I clever? <laughs> good, man. All right, we'll talk to you later, All Pally. Right, talk to you. All right, see ya. Thanks, bye. We'll be back with the family.